A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the UK Film Review Podcast, specifically another instalment of the New Film Releases section, hosted by yours truly, Robert State, and for the first time, joined by a special guest, my good friend Jack. Really happy to be on, thanks for having me, Rob. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And we are here to discuss another unique offering from uh, Alex Garland in A24, and a film that's caused um, a lot of discussion and debate on both sides. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Men which came out at the beginning of June and that hopefully you will have seen by now uh, because we will be spoiling it quite a bit. So if you haven't seen it, go and watch it and then come back. Uh, But before we discuss how we felt about the film, uh, I just want to establish first what our general opinions on uh, Alex Garland's uh, prior written and directed movies are, those being 28 Days Later, Sunshine, Never Let Me Go, Dread, Ex Machina and Annihilation. All right, so I know I know a couple of them. I've not seen them all, but I've um, done. 20, I've seen Twenty Eight Days Later. I've seen Dread. I've seen X Ma- and I've seen X Machina. Um, mm-hmm. I think Twenty Eight Days Later is great. It's got this really good um, viral theme running through it that makes it quite a modernized take on the zombie genre, which I I quite enjoy because I I quite often found zombies pretty tired as a concept. So I thought it was a bit more interesting to almost frame it in a more social perspective while having our focus, you know, still sticking with only one or two, like, central characters. I thought that was really, really uh, just a nice way into that world and a good way of exploring uh, the zombie genre. I thought Dread was great. It was a really unflinching, uncompromising adaptation of the graphic novel, and it had some really brutal action, and it looked looked gorgeous, and the slow-mo drug effect thing was probably one of, the, one of the coolest things I've seen in a while for uses of slow-mo. I really liked that concept and how they built that into the world. Ex Machina, I, I also really enjoyed. It was um, posed some really interesting questions about AI, and it was pretty tense and thrilling, especially as you realize um, 
that her creator's not really the nicest guy. So you've sort of got that almost, it's almost like a very, it's almost like a version of the machines rise up where you side with the machine rather than the man, which I found quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen, uh, I, I would say I've seen all of them basically. Uh, uh, 28 Days Later, I do think is really good. Um, I do think it's a really uh, like interesting, like well done zombie film. Um, it, it does suffer from a bit of a like clearly reshot ending, but you know, but that doesn't ruin the film at all. And it's st- still up until that point, it was still really, really good. Um, I do really like Sunshine again, slightly weak third act, but still overall, like when it hit its high notes, it was really, really good. Uh, I like Never Let Me Go. Uh, I did like Dread. Uh, and Ex Machina and Annihilation, I thought were both like really, really good, especially for because Garland is mostly known as like a writer and a novelist. They show great, great grasp on like uh, atmosphere, tone, uh, visual storytelling, uh, all of that stuff. You know, like a, a, like Ex Machina um, for a directorial debut is really, really like striking. And Annihilation, I thought was actually a bit better. I thought that Annihilation was. Um, uh, disturbing, uh, very it, it, like again, atmospheric, very intriguing, in, intriguing in the sci-fi concepts that it was throwing at you, uh, and ultimately very, very like gripping as well. And I, I, I just thought that, that that they will. I, I, I like all of them. I, I, I just think he's a really, really like good sci-fi writer. And um, this one is kind of a departure in that, like, this isn't really him doing a sci-fi film. This is more, although it like it sort of hints towards that for the most part it's much more of a surreal horror allegorical tale um you know and okay so as for opinions on men um i was a bit mixed on it but i would overall say that i didn't um i didn't dislike it because i found it again like his other films to be intriguing and disturbing and creative and definitely it did give me quite a bit to think about, but I do think he also makes some like missteps as well. But what, but what did you think overall? Yeah, I think it was pretty disturbing. Um, some of the psychological aspects were quite interesting to the film. I thought it made good use of its setting, um, mm-hmm. the countryside, because it, it seemed both safe and completely not safe at the same time, which I thought was really, really nice. Because it was like um, kind of you know like the stuff that on the surface looks fine and then it's it's not. I found that quite I found that quite good. Um, I thought the dialogue was pretty well constructed for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the atmosphere was good. Mm-hmm. But I agree. There were some things that for me didn't quite click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like oh, because because you know because I was very much reading the film on like um, uh, both allegory and symbolic i was reading it on that level throughout most of the film and then like towards the third act it started to go so far into that that i was like even i was quite confused as to what certain things were supposed to mean um but you know i do think that it i think it kind of just depends on how you read the film because i think if you read it in a certain way then all of it can make sense um but it, it depends on what you think, because the basic setup of the film is that uh, it's about this woman named Harper who uh, whose husband has just died and she's going to a country home that she owns. And uh, she goes there and then all of a sudden weird things start to happen. Like she starts to 
the the main weird thing is that basically every man there has the same face like looks exactly the same despite their differences in appearance and age and demeanor and all of that stuff they all look the same and she appears she's being stalked uh she's you know um seeing all this weird stuff and then all of that threat kind of comes to a head is it like like that that's basically how it's out the story and um i i think that the film uh it opens on a very very striking note and that being like her seeing um her husband falling out of the sky like past the window because her backstory is that basically the memory that haunts her is her memory of the last time she saw her husband alive which was uh in the aftermath of this like seeming like you know like emotional confrontation and divorce that ended with him like striking her and stuff like that and her pushing him out um and that's kind of a running thing throughout the film and uh, i did like how that was implemented as well especially with the extreme visual contrast of that compared to the rest of the film Mm. i agree i really liked it that part of it although towards the end i actually feel like it also undermined the symbolism a bit from the way that i read the film Okay, all right, because how how did you read it and how did the husband stuff interfere? Well, for me, it was her... Like, that last argument with her husband seemed to, like... So it's almost paranoia that even in the safest of relationships, there's still a lot of um, patriarchal expectations that are around on her and that are constantly pushing at her, even in the safe places that she she trusts. So she's almost trying to like get away from everyone and herself. I mean, she's gone to the most remote place that she possibly can mm-hmm. to reconnect and heal and be away from everyone. But mm-hmm. so, and I think because at the end of the film, obviously when the um, groundskeeper slash basically the men of the village, mm-hmm. um, when the men of the village come through her, the last form that it takes is her husband. Yeah. Me implies that He's at the root of her issue with all of them. So, mm-hmm. it's, which I think if they'd actually used the husband's face, like she was seeing it everywhere mm-hmm. and in, ev- in every one, I think it'd be a lot more harder on the symbolism of, you know, because she's sort of, A, she'd be, if she was reading, the whole point is that she's reading with guilt. So, her seeing him everywhere sort of would make sense. Mm-hmm. And, and B, she's got that. She says he's become the face of that much more aggressive, manipulative, terrible condition because of their last fight. Mm-hmm. So for me, it would make far more sense for for his face to be the one that's always around. Okay, all right, all right. As and so so him coming in at the end, like you think it it's more it starts to then imply that like in reality the form that you saw throughout the rest of the film uh was like was more was 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 more was more simple and straightforward or that it was unconnected or that it was too connected well no, i literally just think the problem was like the face was just wrong because like for me it the film is about uh, her relationship with like with like all men because every man and man in the village looks the same yeah mm-hmm. all men are the same that's some of the most obvious visual symbolism that I saw in the thing. So for me, because the trigger of that and the trigger of her current perspective seems to be the really manipulative suicide of her husband, 
mm-hmm. or ex-husband or whatever they were at that point. Yeah. I always feel like you. I always feel like by taking, by removing that out of that and putting it there at the end. Yes, you sort of it helps you understand that she's still processing that. But I mean, if you're going to make a symbolism that literal anyway, you may as well do that and connect that plot point up. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah, I mean, true. That wouldn't have let you get eased into it. So I suppose that does sort of make sense, but. Yeah, again, it, it is all up to how you interpret the film, because for me personally, what I, so what I saw, um, so so you saw that as being like, like more, like fairly directly connected to the husband, or like mm-hmm. it was attempting to be. Uh, what I kind of saw was that I saw the film, um, I did read it on like a kind of mental level, which is, I mean, yeah, like viewing a film all in the head of someone is a very very overused way of like viewing a movie but i think in this case i think it definitely it does make sense and i think it does make the harper character a bit more um complicated because when you if if you view the entire thing as being like kind of almost a mental battle because i kind of saw it as basically after you know what happened with her husband basically that this is that all of the men in the village are kind of it's a representation of all of the various um kind of things that are going through her mind and a representation of like uh the various different like her thinking about what happened in the context of society as a whole you know like um i'm thinking very specifically about you know both like the police officer kind of rebuffing her and you know not taking her like claim seriously that she was being stalked uh and also by the vicar as well and um i think that that, like those two very specifically but even the other ones are kind of that they're generally representations of how she is perceiving men as a whole and the kind of the worst um kind of representations of you know toxic men and all that kind of stuff i feel like that was what's going through her head and it very much is. I, I I completely agree with that. I almost feel like every part of that was represented in the um, argument with her husband. Because if you look at the what the characters are and what they do, you've got the um, you've got the firstly you've got the groundskeeper who seems the gallant man, but then turns out to very much not be, mm-hmm. which is kind of the impression you get off the husband. He's trying to you know make himself this bigger thing, this mm-hmm. really good husband, when he's just not. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. It is very clear that he's just not—he's not respecting her at all. You get the—you mm. you get the um, schoolboy who's quite aggressive and rough and dirty about it and paranoid about it and all that kind of stff Which, again, you have experience when he's—I'm uh, pretty sure the husband asks if there's some someone else or if he should be worried about something. Or mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's in the bedroom scene, but I might be misremembering yeah. that. In fairness. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. And then you've got. Yeah, I, I would say I would say the the kid represents like kind of just 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 being very like juvenile and insulting and aggressive and that 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 in its purest yeah, form. It is yeah. aggression. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. The kid is yeah the kid is aggression personified, and then you've got you know each man represent different facets to me of what was in that argument. Mm-hmm. And I think I think yeah she does yeah I think partially it is part of that she's seeing all men like that so a difference in face. Is interesting, but I don't know. To me, they're because of the way that it was set up and the way that was in the climax. But you had the monster of the film, if you like, the men of the Mm -hmm. 
is turning into a husband. To me, that connects it. Mm -hmm. I've not yeah. been able to let that connection go. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can see that, because I was... Because thinking about it on a mental level, uh, if you think about it as being just purely an in-the-mind kind of story, um, even though the, the very last scene, you can say, adds wrinkles to that, but up until that, the very last scene of the film, uh, you know, if you view it as kind of a purely a mental story... Um, I do think the husband appearing makes a little bit more sense just because I think that um, uh, let, uh, let, let, let's just say that like, you know, you view, you know, um, the monster at the end, whatever it is, as being, you know, defeated as being gone and then being replaced by the husband. I think to her, maybe it could be because this could be a story of just a woman going insane uh, or it could just be a simple like, act of processing that's really really weird and surreal and i think that maybe what it is is that it's like some sort of thing that's like it's it's all coming to a head and she's like basically eliminating all of these different um societal things that is on her mind or eliminating all of these different like personalities and all this stuff and then it all comes back round to the ultimate point which is she hasn't dealt with the death of her husband you know she hasn't dealt with that and, you know, the very, and the last thing he says is like, was a plea where he's saying like, I really wanted you to love me. I think that's what he says. Mm. And so it, it could, to, to me, what that could be is it could be a sign that like, she's not fully out of the cycle yet because there's still that part of her mind that is thinking, uh, you know, oh, my husband was just an innocent person. My husband was just like a victim. You know, he didn't do anything wrong. That's what it could be. Or it could be something like maybe her, kind of coming to terms to terms with what happened and maybe seeing a husband in a better light, you know, seeing a husband in a human light. Dude, that's the way that I sort of do read that. It's her coming to, I think it's her coming to terms with what she encountered and her memory of her husband from before that. And I think it's her reconciling the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I, so, so, so that could have been what was intended. Um, because honestly, because I do think that if you take the film literally, it is like as weird as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you can't. I I would say you can't take it fully literally. Um, I think because there are some things in it that are just really really hard to understand how that could be possible. Like for example, like how could uh the husband be conjured up unless this unless if you take uh the Rory Kinnear men as being like a a genuine form like it like it only works if somehow he has the ability to like read minds and project stuff when that just doesn't seem like something that that thing could do whatever it can do you know because i think it's it never it was also just never established yeah 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 so 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 there's no at the very least in that scene like there's no way that scene could actually be real in fact from what i, I can't quite remember this but um no, no, it wasn't the same setting, wasn't it? Because I was wonder I was misremembering it and thinking like, oh, like, is the setting also the um the room the 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 like the flat that we saw in in the confrontation scene, the flashback scenes. But no, I think it is still the same house, I think. It's the same it's house, it's just the lighting looks a lot more like the flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which is a nice touch. Um, yeah, I like that. Part. I thought that was like a really nice bit of visual storytelling because it grounds you back in that moment, so that shows you that she's not really left that moment. I, I quite, yeah, I thought that was really good. I thought uh, the childbirth scene was interesting. Um, 
I think yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to put it mildly, definitely, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, it's um, I it, well, the way that I can see it, it was, I mean, it's pure body horror, obviously, but mm-hmm. I think it's designed to sort of show that there's, you know, the kind of cyclical ma- nature of the men that get produced by those sort of mindsets. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that, yeah. That's... I, say, I didn't care much for it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a bit mixed on that sequence too because, um, uh, on the one hand, yeah, it was re- the, the effects are really good. Like the effect, like it looks amazingly convincing. I have to say, um, I don't, I don't even know how they did it. I, it was just really, it was really well like done visually, um, or effects wise, special effects wise, it looked great. Um, and it was really effectively gross and. Um, you know, and also weird. You know, it was it was just it was just weird. It was it was very like WTF inducing. Um, and I think you know, and symbolically, yeah, that there is that reading, and it could also be kind of an explanation as to why there exists so many like, um, like so many of these men. Like, it could be that like all of them did come from this one being that can just give birth. Um, and the whole birth aspect as well is interesting. And I don't know if that was there to kind of add maybe a bit more complexity to the idea of the whole of the women versus men like text that the film was going for. It could be basically saying like, um, you know, it could be something like, oh, uh, you know, like uh, women like give birth to, you know, other men, other women, uh, they create life. Whereas men, the only thing that they can birth is the kind of all these like kind of bad mindsets that then get passed down from generation to generation. You know, it's a it's it's a very like nihilistic reading, but it's still but it's still kind of interesting, and um, it could it could also be saying uh, something like you know like in her mind, based on what she's thinking, the the only thing that she can the the only way that she can view the male species is just as this continuing loop of badness, you know, it could be saying something about Harper and the way that she sees, you know, stuff rather than a general point. It could be like Harper at this point can only see like her view on men has been essentially tainted through this one relationship and she can only see them in this creepy negative way. You know, I, I, I I don't know. I, I, that's, that, that, that's kind of how I took it. Yeah. I I can, I I can, I can see that reading for sure. I think, I think this this film is very much about about the psychological reasoning and recovery of Harper. Mm-hmm, after, definitely, yeah. After, I mean, to be fair, it's her entire goal mm-hmm. of being in the countryside in the first place. Like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think even at the most literal reading, that's the character's goal, which is good because it means that the film, even at its most literal level, if you were just watching it and going believing, yep, this is all actually happening, one hundred percent true, hundred percent of the time, it's. It's still focused on her psychological recovery. So the bit with the husband, even then, still makes sense. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's got enough of a mental hit to it. I think I think I think the science is really interesting. Uh it's interesting that she goes to a to church, graveyards, woods, basically, basically everywhere that you bury someone or you go to bury things. Oh yeah. Old mm-hmm. abandoned railway tunnels and things that just don't have uses anymore. Mm-hmm. That's where she goes. I think mm-hmm. that's quite interesting because it's almost like a as part of a rediscovery of self, obviously there's always the shedding of self and the shedding of ideas. So it's quite interesting for her to 
keep coming up against this new threat, if you like, this new perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of, um, of, of everything that's come before, which I think is... I mean, again, I might be just reading too heavily into that there, but I, I, I like the fact that it's a lot of it is antiquated and um, a bit removed, a bit broken down, a bit run down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can also see some some of that stuff that you're talking about in stuff like, you know, her going to like the bar and stuff, because, you know, a bar can be a place of like remembrance and history, can't it? Uh, especially yeah. those like pubs. Uh, or even like the apple tree as well, you know, because I, I would say, you know, an apple, it, like a- apples to me kind of um, symbolize like birth as well, or the creation of life. No, like not only because of the biblical stuff, because mm. of, you know, Ab- Adam and Eve, but also, you know, like an, like the whole phrase, you know, the apple falling from the tree. That's almost like uh, that, that, that's a that's the saying that repre- represents like living, doesn't it? Like or saying like, oh, yeah, the I, apple- that as, um, I actually read that because I did read it with a biblical evidence really obviously with Eve and um, obviously it's for me it sets up um, Harper as Eve in the garden and to me that was almost like especially because you've got all the men going oh no you mustn't do that you mustn't take the apple you know Mm -hmm. for me it was about um, in in that sense it was about putting all the blame for the first you know the first sin if you like Mm -hmm. on on her which shows her mindset she at that point you know, the fact that she's taking the apple, symbolically, she's, take, she's taken the blame on herself. That's why she needs mm-hmm. to reconnect with herself in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's the way I read that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can even see that in the fact that, like, uh, when she's conversing with her friend as well, um, you know, it reaches that point to where she is like, I want to go. And uh, her friend tells her, like, no, come on, you came here. Like, what she's basically saying is, like, you know, like, like you came here, you wanted to help yourself, so you know, I will, I will come over, I will help you, you know, we will do stuff. And that's, to, to me, what that felt like was that felt like her trying to, although maybe not doing what was necessarily best for her. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Uh, in that moment, because, you know, to, a lot of other people would say, 
yeah okay get, yeah get out of it like like get out of the house weird stuff is happening but what i sort of took that as is you know the friend saying like hey man you know like like you came here to help yourself so you need you, you need to help yourself you know you need to or or even like you need to confront this or you need to uh you know like you like you like you can't just run away you know you need to like deal with this and stuff like that so so that had a bit of an interesting connection i think yeah yeah agreed because her friend was almost the um sort sort of pushing for recovery she's almost like the right this is the problem this is what you need to face this is what you need to deal with mm-hmm. and i will support you whatever i can i think it's quite interesting because her friend almost re- represents the real world perspective that mm-hmm she's lost because of her experiences mm-hmm. yeah 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 like the, the 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 outsider looking in um to the like lost person and um you know and also and the one who you know seems like aside from her probably the only decent person that we see in the film and in this in this world uh you know and you know it could and yeah and you know there are some obvious things like you know the whole the connection between women compared to women and men uh like you can say it's maybe commenting on how like you know the relationships between women are purer than that of women and men and they're like they're and they're much easier uh you could also say that like it's kind of it could be that um you know uh that she's probably also the, the only person who seems like a normal human being because harper seems very very uh psychologically damaged um even if you do take the film as being literal uh and you know obviously you know like you have and and the men aren't good so she so she is basically that representation of like just a normal person a regular person yeah i agree with that Mm -hmm. i think i think she's you know she is the normal perspective in this world and even harper sees her as that normal perspective and i think she's the grand she's she's the grounding force and she's the one that pulls harper out of everything at the end as well Mm-hmm. yeah she absolutely comes, she doesn't save her but she comes to get her when she's done yeah 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 and harper kind of give the final shot of the film is her just kind of giving this smile um you know which uh, you could either interpret it as like oh, i've worked i've worked out i've gotten through it and i'm ready to go home now or it could be kind of a bit of a dissonant thing like a you know like oh hello i've lost my mind but hello hello there you know like like kind of like that kind of a weird thing like that you could interpret that in in either of those ways i i do i do like to think that the ending is a bit optimistic um although then again you there is also and the the thing that i think raises the most questions is uh the car the 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 crashed car and i'm wondering how that happened and what i think it was is i'm wondering if maybe harper if she actually hallucinated everything or if this whole thing was mostly mental, if maybe she just got in that car and basically assumed the role of the groundskeeper that got run over, or if she just crashed the car and just filled in the groundskeeper um, or something like that. I mean, what, what, what do you make of that final scene? I mean, yeah, I think, you know, I, th- I think if, if it didn't literally happen, Harper had to have crashed the car. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think, yeah, that's that's my that's my that's really my only thought of that. My really only, that's really my only thought on that because that's, you know, that's what the options are. It's the only thing that could work. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. 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 But uh, anyway. So. But yeah. But and 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 going. So. 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 So we've kind of we, we've mostly like analysed it a lot, haven't we? So uh, to go on to more like opinions on the film. Um. So I did find. So going going back to the birthing stuff. So I. So yeah. A, a really creepy. Really gross. Really effective. Um. I also found it a bit. And I will say this about some parts of the film. I did find it a bit unintentionally um ridiculous like like just because of how far it went in terms of that graphic weird imagery um i did find that about some other moments there were some instances in the film where i did slightly laugh um you know and and that's not to say that the film wasn't like scary because it definitely was there were some really like the the naked stalker man was really really creepy and uh the and the way that he just suddenly appeared in certain scenes and the threat that he posed and, you know, other stuff as well, like, um, like, I, like other moments, especially the, the, the third act is especially was really, really was quite intense and quite scary. Uh, but there were just some individual moments where I did, I, I, I did laugh, you know, I did, I, I, I don't know. Did, did you find any of it slightly too much or slightly like unintentionally humorous or anything like that? Um, not that I can think of. Like, I didn't find it particularly funny. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was strange, and it was it didn't quite work how it normally would. But it wasn't. I didn't find ever really find it funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. And even then, I'm I'm not talking about like you know like a like laughter i'm talking more about like okay oh okay oh geez. okay you know like that like that, that that kind of laughing where you're laughing at how strange something is or at how weird it is um, no it didn't really cause laughter in me it just kind of had my brain whirring that was all yeah so, yeah 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 you know it maybe it was making me i was trying to figure out i guess one thing about the film i wasn't as immersed in the story as i could be because i was trying to work out what everything meant mm-hmm. i spent the yeah. whole thing time thinking about what the visuals were instead of you know sitting back and watching it and allowing the story to almost guide me through its meaning it was a lot it was a, it was a much more active viewer process but it did also in some ways it, it, it took me out of the atmosphere of the story and it became a lot more of an intellectual than an emotional exercise for me okay all right yeah 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 i, I would say i was I was fairly emotionally gripped, like like I think partially because of the circumstances that the main character is in. I did find like easy to sympathise with, and you know, and you know, I did find it to be like quite scary, you know, her situation, and and you know, I also didn't really know specifically where the film would go. I did find it unpredictable, so as a result, I didn't know what was going to happen to her. I didn't know about like I was like, oh no, no, so is some really horrific stuff gonna happen you know i was very concerned about that and you know again it does come to a head in the ending where basically all all of the different forms of the men do basically confront her you know and you know i found that stuff to be really um again very very intense um so i would say so yeah so it did i think it did work for me a bit as an experience um and kind of uh, and narratively, I would say I was I was invested on that level. I mean, I do sort of agree that um, that the film is a bit more interesting to think about than it is to watch. But I wouldn't say that the, I would still say that it did immerse me within it. I would still say that I was immersed. Fair enough. I mean, 
Yeah, for for me, I for me, I wasn't. I think it was because it was a it was a lot of it was a lot of intellectual. And while the while the perspective was, you know, it, you know, it was a pretty horrific situation. I just for some reason didn't buy into the fact that despite the men all clearly looked the same, it was never really noticed or acknowledged at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. I, um, I found that really, I don't know, to me that took it out of my situation because that would have been like, oh, first things I'd noticed. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. You guys all look really similar. I know, yeah, 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 because I think I, the, the, there might have been like one glance or something like that, but I don't think it sh- I don't think she ever stated it. I don't think she ever said it or really, or, or like heavily seemed to be really, really bothered by it. It was more by another really thing. Affect her, and for me, that was the problem. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. And that kind of, and that, in, in that regard, you know, I think that does kind of force the viewer to think like, okay, maybe this isn't actually really happening because again, a human, a real human being would do that, would point that out, you know, um, so yeah, I can I can absolutely I, I I can totally understand what you mean, um, you know. And there are some other things that Harper does that um, I was kind of like, okay, well, I was more like, why aren't you doing this, you know? Because like, because because there were I think in the third act there were some instances where she was kind of she wasn't really doing stuff that she should have been doing, like just immediately running to the car and going away, or immediately like yeah. fighting back or anything like that. And I think it does work a bit better again if you view it maybe as more of a like a weird surreal mental battle or something like that because yeah, then it like her getting through a mental breakdown over the what's going on you know yeah 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 that does make sense but again i but there are also some scenes where she is a bit more proactive so but again you can interpret that as maybe some sort of again weird mental war or something like that you know um but uh but yeah 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 it, it, it that that was you know a bit of a i i don't know i would say it would have I think helped maybe it would have been an interesting mystery or an interesting thing for her to like ponder and make her think like, okay, you know, I got to, am I going crazy? I've got to, I've got to get out of here. Cause these men, like they look, they, they basically have the same face and even similar voices, you know, and stuff like that. Um, you know, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, I do, um, like, I, I also think as well that the, um, uh, the, I, I kind of want to move a little bit onto some more technical aspects, yeah, because uh, because that sort of relates to the men as well. Because I did think uh, I thought like the makeup, uh, Rory Kinnear's acting, uh, all of that stuff was very impressive. It was really interesting to see all of these different forms that were similar yet different. Um, and I think the the thing that stuck with me the most was um, the kid that had his face, uh, which like the cgi didn't look that good but i think that was the point and that's the kind of like not so great cgi that i don't mind because it's the kind of cgi where it not looking great is the point it has to look off-putting and weird like it doesn't fit you know i i like i thought that was quite good what would what, you think yeah um i think i thought the makeup work was really good uh I thought Rory Kinnear's performance was great. It, yeah, yeah, it felt it felt removed enough. It both felt authentic, but but inauthentic enough to work mm-hmm. as like a psychological thing, which I quite liked. Um, I thought Harper's performance was really good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Great yeah. job. She definitely seemed quite 
both tough and fragile at the same time. Mm -hmm. Really interesting. And she seen you could see that war with herself. Pretty mm -hmm. much every shot where she was silent on her own, which I really liked. And mm -hmm. she was pretty much always on defense mode, which I also really liked. Especially when it came mm -hmm. to like her reaction to Oh, is there no Mr. Um, oh, I can't remember her surname, but there's no Mr. Yeah, her surname coming through, which which I thought I thought was solid. Um, cinematography was really good. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do want to speak about that as well because I was a little bit um, I I was a bit mixed on that aspect. Uh, I think the direction for the most part was quite good. Um, I wasn't really a fan of the visual look of the film though. Um, All right. I, I don't know about I I thought it looked cheaper than it probably was, um, and it kind of it lo it looks different to his other two films uh, visually, which makes sense. Um, but I was I wasn't really a huge fan of the way that it looked. I I don't I don't know how to describe it, but it basically it was like I I noticed that there was like some blurring on the edges. Uh, it looked a bit more. Again, it looked a bit it like it looked a bit like. There, 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 there was sort of a like softness to the image or a kind of a quality to the visual look that again made it look a bit cheaper and also a little bit older than it was older i older i'd agree i don't i really don't agree with you that it looked cheap i don't think it looked expensive but i also yeah. don't think it looked cheap yeah yeah I, I mean no it was helped by like the direction and the actual images i'm I think I'm more. It, it popped out to me a bit more in some scenes than it did others. Uh, you know, I, I I would sort of yeah. I I, I don't. Well, 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 what do you, what did you think? Generally, I mean, it, so it, it did have a bit of an old old world. It did have a bit of an older world feel to it. I think mm -hmm. some of the visuals, but they had. I, I thought the kind of the use of color was was quite striking in a lot of places. Like especially mm -hmm. like the, the greens propped really well in those woods, and the reflections were mm -hmm. really nice that they got in. Because a lot of the film involved, there was a lot of like background reflection work, which I thought was really really nice. Mm -hmm. um, I think you know there was the colours pop. You know, you had passionate reds inside that house, which was really great mm -hmm. when you've got the um, different attacks that you have to fight off and all that kind of stuff going on. Because mm -hmm. it just got that like it was pure emotion, pure passion at that point, which was great. Mm -hmm. Had those greens and blues for the for the for the for the field which was really really which I, I thought was really really interesting mm -hmm. um i i thought you know i thought i thought i thought the shots were good they were clear they showed what they needed from you know it, everything was communicated effectively from the visual perspective there was nothing i agree that there was nothing particularly stand out about it but i think the cinematography was solid yeah, yeah. I well, well I, I thought the direction was very good. I did, I did right. like all the all the shot choices. Um, I did think that the film uh, did um did have this again very um strange otherworldly feel that did pull me in. Uh, and again, heavy tension when it needed to be tense. Um, I did like the fact that there were stretches of the film that didn't have a lot of dialogue either. That had bit, like practically no dialogue as well. Uh, that 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 was very very uh, respectable. I did really appreciate that. Um, and it was. Mm -hmm. It was necessary because the visuals just told you everything. You know, they told you everything that you needed to know in the situation and how the characters were acting and stuff like that. That was all communicating it for you, and it, and you didn't really need them to speak or say anything. Um, you know, all that stuff I thought was I thought was quite good. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I guess maybe again, like 
it did just pop out in certain scenes. I was just sort of like, hey, okay, I'm a little bit, I don't know. I, I, I guess maybe I'm also comparing it to his prior two films, which were a bit more, um, I, I, I don't know, which felt a bit more like, I guess you could say pristine and a bit more, um, I, I, I don't know how you describe it, but there's a distinctive look that was different, that was switched out for something different here. Um, but, you know, I did still think that, like, but still overall, I would still I, I, I would still say it was well done. Um, you know, I thought that the music was really good. Um, the use of that song at the beginning, at the end was really effective. And uh, the musical choices all throughout, I thought were very, very haunting and creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I think the musical choices were definitely haunting and creepy. I agree with you. And they really added to the atmosphere of the films where it helped keep the audience in that uncomfortable state even when the scene itself wasn't particularly uncomfortable which was nice um i think editing was fairly decent you know it it you cut you cut away quite well when it needed to it it held on shots for a long time which i really liked Mm -hmm. it helped to just kind of build a slow sense of dread Mm -hmm. yeah definitely definitely that's what was fitting in you know for this piece Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely uh yeah 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 i thought the way that the film was cut together was quite um it was uh, like what like what i'd say is that there were some like cutaways that were a little bit confusing to me uh but that was more because they were kind of cutting to like some of the more like out there weird imagery like for example uh the like the naked man who had like the like with like who was doing that stuff with like the plants like putting the like cutting his head and like doing the plant stuff um or you know or even to that like the thing that you saw in the church like the face mural and stuff like that there were instances where they would cut to that and i was a little bit confused i didn't really know what it meant but i'm sure you can still like you know kind of connect the dots and stuff like that and it was still it still was weird enough to like get to me um uh yeah really i mean editing wise i think my only issue is that i did think that the the third act did go on too long um i think particular like and obviously in the the repetition of like the birthing you know particularly yeah, during that, that bit, i was like hard. a bit well i was thinking like okay is this gonna is this gonna end no he's birthing again no is this gonna end no he's birthing again you know but, ge- but generally speaking that sequence did i i think that ending bit did start to slightly outstay its welcome um but you know but aside from, i mean yeah, 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 yeah. Personally, I think that they could have maybe trimmed that entire part because I didn't really know when it was going to end specifically. Yeah, no, I, I'd agree with you on that because the ending, it, I don't know, it just sort of seemed, it seemed very long and drawn out and I think it could have been smaller without losing the effect of it being a constant thing happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I well, what I sort of got was that they were trying to make her confront almost every single one of the forms that she saw, or at least all of the major ones. Um, and you know, but it was all like its own sequence, its own set piece. You know, it was all like it was, you know, it was the bit with uh, the kid. Uh, it was the bit with the creepy vicar. It was the bit with you know the the, the car and the groundskeeper. Uh, you know, like uh, like it was all of those different things and it was all an individual set piece and it was all that stuff and it was you know the 
uh what else like the apples falling and the dandelion stuff it was it was quite a lot it was it was a heavy amount and you know maybe just like quicker cutting between those bits could have helped although then again it might have then felt a bit more um a bit harder to follow so so i don't i i have no clue um you know maybe they could have like just condensed it and made it a bit more simple or something i don't know because it, it did start to outstate its welcome a little bit um in my opinion but you know but yeah but yeah yeah i i, I do see your point um and uh yeah 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 i mean and and last thing on like on anything technical related again my only kind of issue is that there, there was just a bit of indulgence that um you know especially in some of the weird imagery like the again the dandelion stuff um which, which did have a point i think symbolically uh but you know like there, 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 there was just a little too much of it i think and that's kind of maybe why i describe it as is just a little too much not a lot too much just a little too much well it's fair i think the problem that actually permeates the whole film it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it indulges it almost slightly over commits to what it's doing yeah 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 like like not not to the point where it kind of it like ruins the film but just to the point where it starts to like become an issue you know and i think maybe a bit of a tighter edit would have um uh made it a bit stronger like like maybe i don't know if it had been like 90 minutes or something like that because i mean it is an hour and 40 minutes so it's not that long anyway but it's like, but maybe if it were like not yeah, yeah. so yeah, I think I think there are there are probably ten minutes you could trim out of it, or at least or at least five minutes you could trim from it, and it would help the film immensely. Definitely, definitely, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that stuff is, yeah, so, so that stuff is kind of an issue. Um, but I, but yeah, but overall, I, I would still say that I liked it. I was still very, it's still one of the um, more interesting thought-provoking movies that i've seen in a while and um you know it kind of gave me it did give me stuff to think about and it did it did shock me and it did grip me definitely um you know i just yeah yeah it's, it's definitely yeah i i don't think it's as good as uh alex garland's like prior films but i do still think it's quite in it, he, he still made a very interesting very complicated movie and you know i still respect him for still being able to keep to that mold um you know i think that uh it's the kind of film that i probably recommend if you like really really just want to see a really weird messed up movie that uh will make you think you know i think it fulfills those like aspirations or intentions if you like whatever you'd say um you know and i just yeah 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 i do i do think it works on that basis yeah i think it works it does work on a symbolic level i think Ultimately, it is good, but I've got no desire to really watch it again. I've mm-hmm. seen what I need to, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, well it, it, it's the kind of thing where whether you watch it once or more than once, it'll it will probably keep you thinking. And it, if anything, it'll probably be the thing where like you might want to uh, read an analysis on it to see what somebody else like reads into it. And yeah, like that. I think one of those films that, that is definitely going to be interesting to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think, I think ultimately it's 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 a film that is more about the intellectual interpretation of it than the emotional experience itself. For me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think you know, even on the simple basis of a weird horror movie, I still think it it, it I think it delivers enough in that regard. You just have to you know like be prepared for the weirdness and you know some of the and again some of the harsh graphic imagery as well. You know, like. <clears throat> but but it is still i would still i would still call it effective so 
uh yeah overall i'd say that's uh probably it so um <clears throat> so next time uh uh on the next episode uh, next month um hopefully me and jack will be able to team up again for uh nope uh the other kind of out there looking horror movie directed by jordan peele um but whatever we do next or whatever i do next uh you know uh it'll be on a a movie a recent movie so yeah definitely going to be keeping to that all right uh that's a goodbye from me that's goodbye from me Mm -hmm. great yeah goodbye Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.